The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my No technical difficulties. Broadcasting live in stereo from somewhere in the mid-Atlantic states. This is episode 91 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. The march towards 100 episodes continues. We in the single digits. T. Petty, give me a quick check-in. Ooh, your girl is over here heated, but Uh-oh. I'm feeling all right. Work is going okay, but I'm pissed off. We'll okay. talk about it. Gotcha. We will. We will. Um, can you paint a word picture for our listeners before we get to Drees? What what is happening in close proximity uh, to you? I hear that uh, there may be some type of musical event that way. So there is a musical event. Um, Let's just say it's not my favorite genre of music. Um, Although I do know a few tunes from both of these from both of these bands. So, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a rock concert going on right now. So you know, it's it's a lot of activity over here in in T. Petty's neck of the woods. Okay. Okay. Hope they got. Who is it, T. Petty? Who is it? I, I'm not gonna say who it is, but it's oh, you can't say it. I I'd rather not say. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot happening over here. Gotcha. Well, hope they got some porta potties, and uh, hopefully people <laughs> will not uh, number one and number two uh, on the lawn or on the sidewalk. So cross my fingers. Uh, for that. Now, see, you done said something I didn't even think about, but knowing them, they probably will. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. <laughs> Adrice, now Elbow. you know they're gonna do that after they get some beer. A lot of beer. So hopefully they do it in the venue and not out on the street. Yeah, that's a venue activity. Absolutely. Cross my fingers, sis. Cross my fingers. Adris Elbow, sir, you was almost banished to the uh, kitty table for the podcast. Do you want to let people know what was going on before we got on air? Listen, I, I changed my audio setup and T. Petty told me, don't do it. Don't I do tell it. Him I this did it. Song. I did it. Faithful <laughs> it did not work. I tell him this every fucking week. And every fucking week, he do some kind of jerry rigging, fucking it all up, and then we all have well, to come out. I, I, I get it right like fifty percent of the time. Sir, it's fifty percent success rate. That's a fifty percent <laughs> failure rate. There is no success below eighty percent. None. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, I would tell you what though. So I'm excited because it's officially summer. Yesterday was the summer solstice. It was the first day of summer. And so that means it was the, I think the, uh, one of the longest days of the year. I think the sun was high as in the sky. And you know, my son, he, he loved to go swimming, like, you know, in the pool. So, but today he tried to sneak out the house and <laughs> walk to the pool, to our little community pool. Oh, damn. So I, I caught him, like he was like halfway up the block. I was like, boy, you don't get back here, but everybody's excited here in our house about summer. So that's what's up. I'm excited about summer as well. You know me, anything under 70 degrees is cold. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this uh, hot weather. And I'll be trying to extend summer by going to Arizona like in September. So, but yeah, warm weather, 
Home on your hearts. T. Petty, white toenail season. You're getting your swim lessons on. It's a magnificent summer on, on deck for everybody, but especially for you. Well, I mean, it's a mixed bag. I'm glad that it's summer, although it's been hot as hell for a few days before summer even got here. Uh, but I am looking forward to, you know, your girl got a couple couple trips planned. It's my year for my 30th high school reunion, believe it or not. Okay, that's uh, hard to believe. Wow. So uh, I might have a, a little trip home planned. We will see. Uh, so, you know, there's some things going on. Now, we're going to talk about what's going on in these Dayton streets in the summer. And I'm going to just say it's some fuck shit. Wait, wait, T-Petty. What? Are you going to see your old boyfriend from high school 30 years later? So, uh, not from high school because as far as I'm concerned, that individual is dead to me. How mm. and ever, <laughs> I will see some, uh, oh man, somebody is close to, to 30 years uh, mm -hmm. since we first started dating. So I'll definitely see him um because see him every time he's one of my best friends um and then we'll see who else you know your girl might might see okay the, the hometown boys have glowed up a little bit so you know you gotta check them out That's yeah nice That's you know you, you you told t Pet it was like white toenail season uh it's like it's white elbow season for me <laughs> That's year round, so don't tell them that. No, it, it gets worse in the summer because I told y'all like we like the pool, like getting in the water. But when you get in the water, you know the chlorine <laughs> get to you, and you kind of step out. You know you have to take the shower after and like moisturize. But that in between time, between you getting out the pool and before you get back in the shower and moisturize, and you know you dry off a little bit, then it's white elbow season. Both mm -hmm. the elbows in. Embrace the butters, bro. The travel size butters. <laughs> Embrace the butters. <laughs> T. Petty, really quickly, we're going to get into the show. So um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I am notorious for crashing people's high school reunions. Um, I just go mm -hmm. and um, somehow, like, my name's not on the list, but I get in anyway. And then it's open bar, but I find where the buffet is. And then I just make up stories with people that I have absolutely positively no idea who the fuck they are. And they like, I haven't seen you in a long time. I said, man, it's been longer than that. So I have, yeah. cra I have crashed Mrs. Nook's high school reunion, believe it or not. And it was absolutely great. So I have to tell you, you about that. No, no, you only you only need three stories to crash a high school reunion. You need, you need, remember that time we skipped school? Like that's that one. one. That's yep. one. What's 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 the second one, T Patty? What's a, what's another high school story that's just generic? that anybody like had that experience with uh when you lost your virginity oh yep yeah remember that time back in the bleachers behind the bleachers uh, <laughs> and then and whatever the happened too here's another one here's yeah, another one. yeah this is universal this is a line from a, a movie but y'all should know it a nigga remember them motherfucking school dances <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, that's that Inglewood. What is that? What is that one? That's from the wood. The, the wood. wood. The wood. Yeah, Inglewood. Inglewood. Yeah. Yep, the wood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. getting your license for the first time. Yep. So when you when you were at the age, well, if it wasn't you, when when your friends, like when the first of your friends could start driving. Uh, that was the perfect age because most of the time you had a job, but you didn't have no real responsibilities. You just had to fill the car up, 
And you, the gas was like 99 cents a gallon. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. So you could ride all gallon. day and night, fill a car up for about 10, maybe 15 bucks if they had like a deuce and a quarter. Yeah. Oh, the good old yeah. days. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, T. Patty, that's a perfect segue to get into our first story. A gas station manager in California was recently fired. He was fired because he placed the decimal point in the wrong place in the computer for the price of gas. The gas should have been $6.99 a gallon. He messed up in the computer and made the gas 69.9 cents a gallon. Did this early in the morning. That, that was his mess up. That's the actual price of gas right now, $69 a gallon. <laughs> He made it 69.9 cents a gallon, did it early in the morning, and lo and behold, there were just tons of people that came from everywhere with cars, SUVs, tanks, red gas cans <laughs> filling up this gas. The owner got an alert on his phone saying he was running low on gas. He rushed to the gas station, looked into the computer, asked the gas station manager if he priced the gas that morning. He said yes. He said you priced it wrong. Supposed to be $6.99. You made it 69.9 cents. He fired the gas station manager. All in all, they lost $18,000 just in one day because of the underpricing of the gas. The gas station manager was furious, said he was going to sue the fire gas station manager for lost profits, to which the gas station manager started a GoFundMe and raised more than the $18,000 as far as the lost wages was, the lost profits was concerned. And he is currently looking for new employment. We got a little extra GoFundMe change because people's like, anybody could have made that mistake, bro. So it's looking like it's working out for him in the end. T Petty, 69.9 cent a gallon gas in 2022. All right, so here's my thing. How the fuck are you mad that the gas was underpriced for one day when it's been overpriced for months? Bitch, shut the fuck up. Nobody feels any sympathy for you, sir, whatsoever, because you have been gas gouging for months, because I can guarantee you that he ain't paid nowhere near $6.99 a gallon to bring that gas in. So he lost $18,000 in a day, but he's made way more than that. He did not have to fire that man over a simple fucking mistake. And then gonna sue too? He should be glad nobody's like throwing a Molotov cocktail and blowing his shit up because he's out of control. Mm, mm, mm. Adrice Elbow, this looks like the power of social media. You go to the pump, you see 69.9 cents. It wasn't on the big sign. It was only at the pump. So people's getting 20 gallons for like $12 or $14. You see 69 cent gas at the pump. Give me the top three people you texting to come and get some cheap gas. I'm texting T. Patty and Nook. <laughs> I'm going to get me. over here. <laughs> well, I, but I don't have I, a car, so you don't need to text me. No, no, you better bring a garbage bag or something. You got to let everybody I know to put the gas in it. You trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a garbage bag. You trying to get yeah. it. Yeah, 69. Let, let me tell you this. Nook and T. Patty, everybody love a good 69. 
every, 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 everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. But listen, listen, listen. I, okay, we, this is not. This is not. I'm talking about gas. I'm talking about gas. after dark, so I'm talking about gas. Sixty-nine cent gas. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, now this could be a thing. Think about this. If you can get gas station managers, not the owners, but the people who like managing, right? Like, just go ahead and change that little thing, the price of the gas. Make it 69 cent or whatever, you know, the little thing and say, oops, I made a mistake. But if you do, you got a whole lot of people that's going to appreciate that. Because you got the guy who did the GoFundMe page. There was a lot of people that appreciated that. So I, I think you'll be okay if other, if other gas station attendants and managers make a similar mistake. I think I think they'll be all right. I think this is a thing right here. This is this is almost like Robin Hood. You, it's it's almost a moral imperative okay. at this point. Why are you trying to get these people fired? Because you know that's what would happen. Yeah, but they gotta go. Oh, GoFundMe page. Well, you that's, that's it. GoFundMe forever. Don't listen to this. Look, look. If if with no money, if, no health insurance, and and we about to be in a recession. T, t Petty, if, be if, seven dollars a gallon. If no. you make it possible for me to get sixty nine cent gas, I'm gonna break you off a little something. I'll, I'll give you a little something on the back end. That is God, a quid pro don't, quo. Don't listen to him, y'all. Keep mm, your mm, job. Mm, mm. I, yeah. I, t Petty, I know you better show up with that trash bag if I'm buying some sixty nine cent gas. But yeah, you know, they say in the gas stations are T Petty losing money because so most of I mean it is a supply cost, but it's a hell of a lot of taxes. It could be hmm. um federal, uh state, county, and city taxes, four types of gas taxes just on gas. And then people spend less going to the store because they just trying to make ends meet, making the gas, but not that day. I'm sure they- Somebody tell me how much these gas station owners are paying a gallon. It ain't nowhere near $7 a gallon. No, it ain't. He, he was out of order on that. $6.99 a gallon. You was out of order, sir. Yeah, yeah. So we got to figure out like what the uh, given price of uh, a barrel of oil is. Well, you have to refine it too. So there's cost involved with that and then divided by 42 gallons. But um, yeah, I don't think he should have got fired, but Oh, well, people got cheap gas for a day and then he made out to the good. So uh, that person, at least to some people, was a hero. You know, like the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Yo, you better come over here and get this cheap <laughs> gas. But they figured out. Don't say I bet them lines was long. I bet mm -hmm. it only took like, it probably only took like 30 minutes for the whole, everybody knew. Exactly. It's like, damn, we giving away scratching wins today? You're like, nope, you don't even know a 69 cent gas in the computer till the owner showed up. So Anyway, we'll uh, see if there continues to be people now doing this on purpose. But yeah, very, very cheap gas. Drees, on episode 90, we talked about the elephant attack in India. I got one that will top this. No, no, you don't. There ain't nothing going to top that elephant attack. Okay. Well, it might come in a close second. Okay. So Dateline again, India. So um, there have been like these expansions for like um, residences and villages and stuff. And so this is uh, some areas that used to be inhabited by leopards. In fact, it is still inhabited by leopards. A leopard or leopards went on a terror spree 
in 48 hours killed three children, one girl and two oh teenage God, boys in the span of 48 hours. And um, they said that this is a uh, very commonplace. They said that there have been up to 280 fatal killings of people, uh, bodies, leopards in India, in this one region. And that uh, there'd been more, almost 3000 attacks by these leopards in this area. So um, yeah, animals is real territorial. Again, as we always say, it was the animal's land before it was ours. Um, I think they need to rethink this um, expansion into this area where the leopards is around. Yeah, that's, that's a horrible story. So like the leopard attack. So I guess the people are encroaching in the leopard's territory. Mm -hmm. And if uh, like, I don't know a lot about, um, about leopards, about big cats like that. But like, I, I know most cats stalk they prey, right? Like they, they stalk stuff and they pounce out and they jump out. So it is, if you know you got leopards in that area and you're encroaching in that, you got to take extra special care because leopards stalk and they ambush and they jump out and attack. And they probably are attacking things that are smaller than a full grown adult. Right. Like a leopard could probably take down a full grown adult, but like in this case, it was children. So just smaller. So, um, yeah, they got to They got to figure something out with this. It, and but this is that part where it's like people, you know, going out in places where animals have traditionally like live. And it's kind of hard to blame the animal because like they're, they're, they're doing what leopards do. Right. But that's you know, it's just a horrible situation. It's almost like it's a horrible way to, to go, like death by leopard. So it's it's not good. Deaf leopard. <laughs> you got that right. You just like, <laughs> oh my god. T Petty, what look, we are episode 91, right? We know that you're not fond of the animal stories. Although we did find one an elephant in episode 90 uh available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you funny. get your podcast. <laughs> download, subscribe, excuse me, download, follow, rate, and review today and catch episode 90. t Petty, we're going to make this into a game because I know you don't want to go into the, the leopard story. I'm going to give you a number, seven and a half. That's the over-under between me, you, and Drees to name seven, to, to name the over-under, seven and a half to name cartoon cats, felines that are in the cartoons. Do you think we're going to make the over or the under? At first, I don't understand that over-under shit. Okay, so if you take the under, that means we're going to do seven or less. If you take the over, we're going to do eight or more because the over under is seven and a half. Oh, shit. I don't know. I would rather talk about the fucking leopard attacks than think about cartoon cats. All right. Me and me and Dries will do the I, cartoon cats. I can name cats. three right now. We can, we, can, we can probably get at least, oh. we can get the over t Petty, I think. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, okay, Tom. Tom. Yeah, from Tom yeah. and Jerry. Yeah, uh, Sylvester, which is Tweety Bird. Yeah, uh, Garfield. That's oh, three. That's three. Okay, T. Patty. Uh, well, this cat didn't really have a name, but that cat that was being sexually harassed by Peppy Le Pew all the damn time. Oh damn! Oh yeah, sure, that's right, T. Patty. No, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was very that, problem. That, yeah, say her name. Say her name. That's right. yeah, that, ain't, no name. that ain't going in 22, 2022. Okay, so uh, X Cat. Okay, that's four. Uh, Drees. 
Okay, was it was the cat that was cool? He was like a black. Uh, he was like he was if if a cat was a black person, he would this would be him. It, he would wear a little hat. Um, what is his name? A hat. Yeah, it was like oh on what oh, show? Oh oh oh! I can't think of the name of it. He was cool. I got, okay, you got to come back to me. Okay, okay. I'm gonna give you All another right. one. Oh wait, are you, one. About, I got one. are you talking about Felix? No, not Felix. That wasn't his name. Well, that, cool that makes it. Does that make it five? Is that five, five. now? Oh, I got five. another one. I got, I got one. Okay. Lion O from the Thundercats. Thundercats. <laughs> that is acceptable. That's six. Uh, y'all remember Snagglepuss? Oh, exit stage that's, ninety. That's that's who I'm talking about. Snagglepuss. Oh, Snagglepuss. Okay. He, okay. Yes. That's that's he's. Okay. If a cat was a black person, it would be. Okay. Him. That's seven. T. Fatty, can we make the over? You got one more. Uh, Pink Panther. Pink Panther. Uh, boom. There you okay, go. Drees, you got one more? Just oh, for the Lord. record. What's, what's one more cat? What's, what's a cat that I know? Ooh. I got one for y'all. Okay, give me one. Chester motherfucking Cheetah from the Cheetos yes, commercial. from the Cheetos Yeah, he commercial. was cool as hell. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> and then you get Tony the Tiger. Tony yeah, the Tiger. tiger. How can yeah, we get Tony the Tiger. Great. Yeah, yeah, so there it is. We got to T. Yeah, Patty, tell me about these leopard fun. attacks. Well, oh, obviously, a tragedy that the kids were killed. Yeah. Um, now, I did see a video of a leopard just jumping on a dude that was riding down the street on his bike, just fucked him up. Oh, damn. Like a mountain <laughs> leopard? I don't know what the fuck that thing was. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I, okay, I, I read on the internet one time. Oh, so you gotta take this that oh, if you if you cut out some fake eyes and put it on the back of your hat, then the leopards and the and the the, the mountain cats won't attack you because they they like an attack when you ain't looking or paying attention. But if you put like fake eyes on the back of your head, then they think you're looking at. Them. So I have a better idea. How about okay. you just don't go where the fuck they are. <laughs> Yeah, that, that could work too, T. Betty. That could work too. I don't know. But my eyes, that's another, that's another one. <laughs> Fake I mean, eyes. I personally will remain in the city where I, there will be no leopard attacks. Now, the most we came, the closest we came was a damn rabbit fox that was fucking people up a few months ago. Oh, that that, mm -hmm. that fox messed y'all up there at the Capitol. That was, <laughs> that, was that fox was part of the, the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, what happened to the kids? Tragic, but you go into an area where wild animals and their habitat, and it's been there forever. Obviously, I mean, these things will happen. So y'all need to not live where they are. Leave them alone. They just mm. at home chilling. How would you feel if somebody just came busting up in your house and said they were taking that shit over? Humans are yeah. gentrifying, and the leopards are like, no, you're not. Well, I'm talking about that's that's what your um your 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 fox did when y'all had the January 6th insurrection. It's like not in there. Y'all, he ain't my damn fox. I don't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> that fox, that fox is like that's a that's a guard fox. No <laughs> insurrection happening on that fox watch. <laughs> also, I thought leopards and cheetahs was the same thing. They're not. Leopards are like skinnier and have skinnier heads. Uh leopards have very fat heads, and apparently they can chew through damn uh human flesh and kill people. So and then they got these damn mountain lions and cougars and pumas. Oh man, you, you gotta watch out for these cats. So bring all your food in, put it in your container, 
Stay your ass in the city, and then you don't have to worry about none of this. Shit, these these pumas is coming down, and cougars is coming down from the mountains because it ain't no, it, you know, it's, because it's a drought. Humans have fucked everything up, and they gotta come and eat. It's Leave a drought, them. yeah. The the the, the, the little uh, plants and stuff that they have up there ain't growing because it ain't no, you know, like snowpack to you know get everything going. So, yeah, be on the lookout to, for that. But uh, sad about them kids over in um over in india so we got that uh t petty i know that you'll shy away from this monkeypox is now uh in the mid-atlantic region discovered a case uh the other day in maryland Dries, you brought this to our attention do you have any tips for people for avoiding monkeypox stay away from it. <laughs> I, I don't even know at this point like how do how do you avoid the monkeypox because obviously nobody wants anything called a monkeypox. And you, you, it gives you fever. It gives you blisters. It's almost like chicken pox, but on steroids. So I know nobody don't want that. But I don't know how you stay away from it. They say um, the person who has it in Maryland is in isolation. I was like, that person might be in isolation. But the monkeypox is loose. The monkeypox is running around. I don't even understand this. It is transmitted from monkeys to humans. But I'm just like, if you go to a petting zoo with a monkey or, you know, like, T. Petty, you have any idea on how this is transmitted? Well, yes. Um, skin to skin contact. So just basically just like chicken pox. Um, wait, wait, who is going skin to skin with the monkey? Mm. Like, like who's, who's doing it? So how these things jump between species, TBD, who knows? But once it's in humans, then obviously it's, who knows? It. I mean, it's skin to skin. So um, personally, I will be avoiding that, but this is not the first case in the Mid-Atlantic. The first case was in DC last month. Um, I haven't heard about it spreading, but then again, your girl don't be out on the streets with the people like that because A, I don't like the people and B, the people are clearly infectious. So between the Rona and the monkeypox, it's going to be a, hmm, a medium heat kind of summer. It's not a hot girl summer because you can't be out in these streets touching people and stuff when you don't know what's going on with A, their respiratory system and B, their skin. It's a no for me. You might be a suspect that had a pox, streets, because you know you got all type of skin issues since you refused to moisturize. Nobody hey, look, let me let me tell you, let me tell you, T Patty, when you got like ash on your elbow, it creates a protective crust on your skin. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like a shield. That's what you think. <laughs> yeah, you can't penetrate the scales. Good it's luck with shield. that. It's a shield. <laughs> uh, ashy shield. shield. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, if you get monkeypox, you obviously got to go to the hospital, right? Like, they gonna be trying to poke you and prod you. You gonna become a guinea pig, and they gonna be like, oh, oh I'm taking pictures of you and your hands and shit. I mean, they can't do the ones with the full body. They can't show your face and stuff. But they like, oh, this is so rare. We, you know, like, there's only 20 cases of monkeypox in the United States right now. But I'm just saying, international summer travel, you know, the whole nine yards might be more cases. I'm just like, man, I don't know if I want to be in, well, one, I don't want to be in the hospital at all. But two, I don't want to be in the hospital for goddamn sure with 
Monkeypox. Damn. Because yeah, you, you know you're gonna have some of them that'll just say, well, let's just let it ride out to see see what's gonna happen. Mm. Like we got some treatments, but let's let's just let it ride to see see how far it's gonna go. You be halfway looking like Curious George and shit before they give you the damn antidote. I was like, damn, give me a break. Give me a break. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode number 91. Our countdown to episode 100 marches on. Digital Gumbo Podcast is a podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics here in the United States of America and elsewhere. Our full library of episodes is available on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Download, follow, rate, review today and tell a friend about our podcast. Download, follow, rate, review and share today. Uh, T. Petty. Hey, look, I just had a thought when you was thinking about that. I was like, what if Monkey Pops was passed through bananas? Oh my God. Like you got it through bananas. And then I, and then I had another thought. I was like, if Come a leopard, get him off. Get him off. no, no, listen, listen. If a leopard eat a black person, is that soul food? Or if they eat an Indian pe- person, is that Indian food? Wow. And we wow. Or is it like, <laughs> what? Wow. Wow. Okay. What? I, this is a random thought. This For is a random we, thought. We, we, can, we can edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> Happy summer, everybody. <laughs> it's just like, this um, is a random thought. T. Petty, lots happening in the world of politics. You want to start with the uh, what's new this week in the January 6th hearings and then uh, take things from there. I heard you got a lot on your chest and you, you I didn't held in a lot of shit and I'm and you about to pay. So uh, hit us off. What's happening with January 6th and elsewhere in politics world? All right. So uh, the fourth hearing was this week. And um, again, the committee is being very, very methodical in how they're laying out the case. So they brought in, again, some some, um, election officials. And many of the ones that they brought in were names and faces that we've seen and heard from before. So um, election officials in Georgia, so Raffensperger, and I cannot remember the last name of the gentleman that was going off about somebody's gonna get killed and cut the bullshit. So they were there. And then it was a man, uh, last name Bowers um, from Arizona, staunch Republican, like a true piece of shit politically when it comes to voting rights, um, LGBTQ, like he's just fucking terrible. But this one thing, he would not do. So it was very compelling the, the stories that they were telling when they were talking about the pressure that they were receiving um, from Trump and officials, um, Trump and the people that surrounding him publicly, privately, incessant phone calls and voicemails from Rudy Giuliani and his band of fools, uh, people showing up at their, at their offices fair game, they're elected officials, fine. Um, But then people showing up at their homes, at the homes of their adult children, uh, breaking into their homes. So Raffensperger, y'all remember him, the one that Trump called and was like, you just need to find me 11,000 votes. His daughter-in-law was at home or or her, she has two children or a couple children and 
um, her husband, his son had passed away. So she's a widow, so widow, two kids. They broke into her house. Um, and, but the most infuriating part was y'all remember the video from um, State Farm Arena in Atlanta and cut in, is that DeKalb or Cap, Cobb County? Whatever, State Farm Arena. And the election workers down there were, were black women. And uh, Trump and Giuliani said their names um, and they talked about how they are basically afraid to leave their homes. Um, the older woman, the mother, she no longer runs like her business. She used to wear like these t-shirts that had her nickname on it. She refuses to do that anymore. She doesn't want people to recognize her in public because they were again, showing up at her house, sending them death threats. And of course, because they're black racist, um, the young lady was talking about how she's gained 60 pounds. She doesn't want to serve in that same capacity anymore. And it used to bring her great joy to like send out the absentee balance and make sure people were getting registered to vote and helping them and all that kind of stuff. So she no longer has the joy associated with that. And all I could think about was as they went back and forth between her um, testimony and then her mother's recorded testimony, the way that those of us who work the hardest to uphold this fuck ass democracy are always the ones who are left unprotected when shit goes to the left. That could have been my own mother, my aunts, my grandmothers, like all of them have worked the polls before. And so because your punk ass lost the fucking election, like you brought down the power of the presidency on these individual people working in polling places and have them receiving death threats and all kind of shit. This, these, this cannot stand. Somebody needs to go to fucking prison, period, for a long fucking time. And I'm not talking about these low level people like Trump and the people surrounding him. Like all of them, all of them knew this shit was happening and they didn't say a motherfucking thing until after January 6th when it like really hit the fan. But hadn't if nobody had gotten hurt, if nothing physical had happened, this assault on the democracy that they claim to hold so dear, they wasn't gonna say a fucking thing. So I don't ever wanna hear a Republican say shit to me about having no goddamn principles because fuck them for real. I'm, I am so mad about that fucking hearing. If y'all haven't watched it, you need to, because this is some bullshit. Tim four, Tim four. Got it on that. Drees, I think one of the uh, allegations that was uh, thrown uh, out uh, by that side of the aisle was that uh, one of the black women uh, that was accused of malfeasance uh, with the, with the election was carrying a suitcase full of ballots would actually uh, turn out to be 100% absolutely false so just break down what you've seen from the hearings man and or talk specifically about uh these allegations against uh these two uh black women that uh, testified uh, with the hearings i think this this just it goes to show you the lengths they went to 
to really try to destroy democracy. Like, you know, we, I'm so glad they had these hearings. Like before they started, I was like, okay, this is, you know, they should probably do it. But like, I don't know if this is really gonna change people's mind because you believe what you believe. But like listening to this testimony and to the hearings, it's worse than I could even imagine because you string all of it together, right? Like, you know, it's bad in certain parts and you look at it and you say, oh, that's horrible, that's horrible. But when you see it all laid out and strung together, he's like, oh my God, this is, this is horrific. And like T. Petty said, this is like, this is like folks doing their civic duty, right? Volunteering, right? And to get like targeted like that in this purposeful way based on falsehoods. So it wasn't even like, I disagree with you because of some principle or something like that, right? It's just lies, straight lies. And you know you're telling a lie and you're just telling it to create chaos. And so I, I, I'm with T. Petty on this. It's like charges, they need to bring charges. Like before the hearings, I was like, Hey, you know, they're going to do it. Ain't nothing going to come of it. But like, it'll be a good national exercise for us to understand like what happened. But now seeing all of this together, I was like, somebody got to go to jail. Got to. Because if, if you don't, it's almost like giving people a pass. Seeing like, oh, they almost wrecked democracy and, 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 and what this country is kind of built on. They almost wrecked it. But oh, well, they missed. So, okay. Now we know, we'll, we'll wait for the next time. You know, so you gotta do something. They absolutely have to. I, I am, a, I can't begin to tell you how pissed off I am because first of all, I've been saying young lady and her mother, let me give their names. Wandrea Moss and her nickname is Shay. Her mother's name is Ruby Freeman. Like these motherfuckers went to Wandrea's or Shay's grandmother's house and busted in her house, said that they were looking for ballots and they were doing a fucking citizen's arrest. What the actual fuck? That was basically a fucking lynch mob. A lynch mob. In a lynch mob. Twenty. And and T Pain is not lost on me that her last name is Freeman. That's that's it's just. Yeah, it's just unconscionable. It is. It is. I am so pissed. I am pissed. The committee, though, if you watch it, you will see them just building and building and building a case. Like, it, again, like I said, I don't know, last week or week before, they're not trying to convince the people who, who believe that bullshit that Trump was peddling even if they don't believe it, like they, they're not trying to like convince, but what they are doing is laying out a clear and compelling case and putting it into public record. They are doing an outstanding job. And uh, Adam Schiff, who I enjoy greatly, um, said that a lot of the stuff, like obviously they can't play all these hours and hours of depositions and testimony that they've gotten to get us to this point, but it is available on the committee's website. 
And so I have that bookmarked and I will be going to watch this shit because I feel like it's my duty. And I'm thinking about all the black people, the people like Ms. Moss and Ms. Freeman who resemble the people that I grew up with, my mother, my aunts, my grandmothers who worked the polls, who really took a great amount of pride in that because for so long we were denied the ability to vote at all, let alone serve in that capacity to help other people register to vote and all of that. And for that to be taken away and their sense of security to be stripped from them even now, and those motherfuckers talking about, they acted like it was a heroin deal. Like it was it was the racism, it was, it's all of it. And I am furious, furious. I did that. Uh, I think they're building towards something with these uh, last hearings. It's gonna be some blockbuster stuff. They have done a very good job of keeping things under wrap. And uh, I think there's gonna be uh, one or two uh, bombshells minimum. That's going to come uh, in the sixth and seventh of the last uh, of the hearings. Um, so we're going to keep uh, our eyes on that. I need to do a little bit better job of uh, checking those out. But uh, I think there's going to be some some bombshells that uh, people are not aware of that are going to come to pass. T. Petty, we're going to let you cool off just for a second, but we can come back to you. I know you got another story you want us to know about. Drees, you predicted this 1,865 points for you. The Washington Commando slash Commanders owner. Daniel Snyder has been subpoenaed by Congress. There was a hearing into um, the culture of sexual harassment uh, within the football team's organization. Uh, Snyder was supposed to show up, did not. Uh, The NFL commissioner um, testified via video. Uh, A lot of things there, the sexual harassment culture, uh, an alleged sexual assault by Daniel Snyder, which uh, led to him turning over operations of the team to his wife, had a very creepy uh, incident or incidents with cheerleaders, were brought to a private island and um, were made to uh, perform for uh, very important uh, people or um, certain season ticket holders uh, on that island. Um, and then also uh, the NFL has its investigation, but uh, is refusing to share that information with Congress uh, break this down, bro. One and two. Do you think the NFL may force Daniel Snyder to sell the team? All right. So I, I, you know, I said this. You know, like you're gonna hear more coming out from the Commanders, the Commandos. You're gonna hear more coming out just because of the culture, right? Like, if one, if you have a culture where you were using a racial epithet as the team's name for decades. And people have been telling you it's offensive. And he's like, uh, forget you, I'm gonna do it anyway. Right? It just breeds a culture of you can do whatever you want and it don't matter, right? So no, just just listen to what you just said and how crazy that sounds. They took cheerleaders to a private island and made them perform for season ticket holders. That is that it just it, it sounds just crazy saying that, but for them, that was the norm, right? Like, oh yeah, we can get away with that. There ain't no problem, ain't no issue. Yeah, we can do it. You ain't gonna think twice about it. Let's do it, go ahead. You know, so you're gonna get more of this stuff. And the conversation now is, will Dan Snyder sell, right? Because of the pressure. Now, and for other sports league, other commissioners, right? they kind of have the power 
to to kick owners out or make them sell. I, I don't think the NFL is like that. It's something about you got to have three quarters of a vote or something or, or the majority of the owners or something like that. So it's, it's got a different thing. And Roger Goodell who uh, was was talking about this, and he, it sounded like he can't do nothing. He's like, my hands is tied. I can't really do nothing with this. It's, it's on the league, even though he's the commissioner. So I don't, I don't think they're going to have the power to make him go. Now, the thing is, do you have enough public outcry or public pressure to sway that? But, you know, T. Petty has said this time and time again, you know, they still making money. People still buying tickets, buying merchandise. So I don't know if you're going to go in the end. You know, he turned it over to his what wife or somebody and maybe thinking it's going to blow over and then come back. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of wrangling there. It's like the commissioner works for the owners. Um, you know, like you said, it needs to be uh, a majority of the owners or some fraction of the owners that uh, would force Snyder to sell. However, these owners is trying to get paid. And if uh, ownership group comes in, if they force him to sell, they would split that, uh, you know, fee for the new uh, ownership group um, by 31 teams. So, um, you know, it's, it's a deal where if it got to be too overwhelming, it could, um, you know, put some money in their pockets. Also, again, we talked about this on episode 90, Redskin, excuse me, the Washington football team slash commander slash commandos are looking to get a new stadium. And, uh, you know, when uh, you get a new stadium and, uh, you know, you're looking to get that, if it's uh, too much heat, you know, you change owners and then, you know, that sort of loosens everything up as far as uh, greasing the wheels to get a new stadium is concerned. T. Petty, anything else uh, on this? I know there was a congressional hearing. Again, uh, some people were saying that they needed to have some hearings on some high-ass gas prices and these interest rates, but they did go ahead and have uh, the congressional hearing about uh, the commandos. I don't even why I don't know why you need a congressional hearing for egregious sexual harassment and misconduct. Do what you do to any other motherfucker that does that. Find the shit out of them and arrest them where they need to be arrested because do I think for one minute that they flew those cheerleaders to a private island to perform for season ticket holders and somebody wasn't coerced into doing more than just performing? No, I do not. Um, but like I said, ultimately, this is not going to make a fucking difference. People are still going to go buy tickets for that whack-ass team uh, and buy their fuck ass merch and wear their racist ass old uh merch and dan snyder is not going to be forced to give up his team you see what it took to get donald sterling out of the paint he had to practically call somebody a nigga on tape and people knew he wasn't shit for years just like people have known the snyders ain't been shit forever so racism is not enough for them <laughs> force them to give up the team and this sexual misconduct won't be either and we all know it. And and Dallas Sterling, wasn't that his um that was his like somebody he had coerced and like having sex with him or something, wasn't it? Was, was, that, was like, his, that was his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was like, yeah, it was, you know, that's just crazy. Yeah. And then and, and what's called the the commissioner there for the uh, NFL that was on uh, what's his name? He had just Good. came on not too long. Goodell. 
Yeah, no, Adam not, Silver. No, Adam Silver. Oh, Adam for the Silver, NBA. Yeah, 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 NBA, NBA. Yeah. Adam Silver had the power to do that, yeah. so he he could do it. But in the NFL, you know, it it if it took that for them to do it in the NBA, he had to get caught on tape saying it. Yeah, that yeah, was, in the NFL. Yeah, that was Adam Silver's first week. I know he's like, damn, yeah, I just got like, in here. You got to <laughs> make me have to sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. <laughs> His first week on the job, but he did a masterful job of that name check to all the black pioneers in the NBA, find them as much as he could and um, banned them for life. And he ultimately had to sell. So um, that was that uh, the NFL, uh, they don't have a strong commissioner like that and nor do they have the character or backbone to, to go ahead and, and move on that. But um, we'll see if Dan uh, Snyder gets subpoenaed. If he shows up, you know, uh, lawsuits is the language uh, of the rich so uh, he may never uh, appear, but uh, that's how that goes. Hey, you're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is episode 91. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is a podcast all about news, current events, rates, culture, and politics here in the United States and worldwide. I encourage you to download our entire library of episodes on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Download, subscribe, excuse me, download, follow, rate, and review today and share. Download, follow, rate, review, and share today. T. Petty, you said you had one more political uh, theme story that you wanted to get into? Indeed, I do. So do y'all remember who Steve King is? Racist piece of shit. Congressman, congressman from uh, Iowa had been, God. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, I'm so familiar. Well, I thought his dumb ass was dead, but unfortunately he is not. So let me just tell y'all what he tweeted uh, yesterday. Y'all ready for this? I'm gonna read this verbatim. Y'all ready? I, I don't know if I'm ready, ready. Go ahead and read it. <laughs> right. This is what his bubble-eyed pasty ass said. <clears throat> I spent Juneteenth all day in the hot sun hoeing and pulling weeds and thinking about what it would have been like to have been a slave. Wow. At the end of the day, I thought about what it would be like to be an aborted baby. I what? got to see the sunrise and the sunset. What the what? Fuck? Now, who, who puts hoeing in a sentence how, like that? How do you how do you mix what? racism? Well, I, I don't know where to start with this one. I know where to start. We are also imagining if you were an aborted baby, Steve, get the fuck out of here. All of our lives would be much better if the best part of you or of all of you had just gone down your mother's thigh instead of into her vagina, thus impregnating her. We would have all been better off or had you been scraped out with the speculum like you should have been many, many years ago. Like this, he said he celebrated Juneteenth Owen and working in the sun. He said he spent Juneteenth because his white racist ass is not celebrating anything related to black people. Mm. It's about mm. us getting fucked spent, up. Spent Juneteenth hoeing in the garden and imagining what it was going what, 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 what did he say? Imagine what? He said he spent all day in the hot sun, the hot sun of Iowa, hoeing and pulling weeds and thinking about what it had been like to have been a slave. They need to dispatch some of the Indian see, leopards that, that, over that, here to uh, that, uh to that, Iowa that, that, where he at. 
And then I ain't got no reference, no empathy to it. It was like I was just out there in this a hot sun horn. They wasn't like to be a slave. It's like, ooh, I, I I need me a couple of them. Like he that's that's how he could have finished that sentence. Any opportunity to be a racist piece of shit, he will take it. He should have been expelled from Congress for being a white supremacist. He was not. He was finally voted out. And I don't even know who took his place. Probably somebody else is also a piece of shit. But this motherfucker right here, you need to get him out of the paint. Iowa, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on out there, but somebody need to go and beat his ass. Hogs and corn. That's why it's only 3%. How did he switch to the abortion thing? Like, I, that was just, so just who approves these tweets? Nobody need. what do you mean who approves them? How, like, what Donald would possess Trump somebody to write some it. shit like that? Donald Trump got his shit off forever. Some ignorant shit. Ignorant? That's what, no. Because ignorant means that you don't know no better. These motherfuckers know. They just racist pieces of shit. That's why it's only 3% probably black people in Iowa anyway. And uh, one half of 1% of that is uh, football players at Iowa and Iowa State and other various uh, universities. That, that's, that's, that's unacceptable. That's just ridiculous. He ridiculous. is a piece. Uh, I honestly thought the man was dead. And then when this popped up, I was like, well, obviously I was incorrect. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do your thing 2022 because this year... A whole lot is happening and he can be collected by the Grim Reaper and that would be just fine with me. Uh, early prediction. I know this is not the end of the show, but a wild boar. You know them uh, feral hogs, the big ones with the teeth, like suey pig, going to come out of the wild while he out there in the hot sun and gore his ass to death. That's my prediction for uh, for Steve <laughs> King. Rest in peace. If only. He's <laughs> my ass. He don't need to rest in peace. Mm, rest in pieces because that, that boar rest, rest in pieces that boar gonna kill him and eat him and the other one's gonna come out and get him um Adris it is summertime give yes, me give me your number one summer jam of all time and we can put a link to your summertime jam in the podcast notes Wow, this oh man, this is so hard. Like you can go to different genres, different things. Oh my god. Okay, so I I would give um this one is going out to my boy from back in the day, and he loved this song, and it was like it came out while we was in the summer, but Chub Rock treat him right. <laughs> That's what's up. That's a good song, man. Chub Rock, Treat Em Right. I can, I can go on and on with songs. I'm, I'm a, uh, I, I even want to, I'm going to give a little love to Will Smith, Fresh Prince, Summertime. Okay, okay. I, you know, it's, it's, it's a ton of, I can go on and on, but I'll stop with those two. Chub Rock and Fresh Prince. All right, Chub Rock and Fresh Prince. T. Petty, you are a music aficionado. Give us your all-time favorite summer jam. Oh, this is too hard. Uh, Dang. Well, you took my injuries, one of them, uh, summertime, obviously. Like, you have to play that at the beginning of the summer. Like, it's, it's tradition. And then this is a... 
quintessential year-round jam, but you gotta play before I let you go in the summertime. Yeah, that's like standard. Yeah. Now who sang that? Excuse me. I I get my R and B groups from the nineties mixed up. Oh, you said nineties. Okay, this is not nineties. Oh, okay, no, no. Before, so was there an original version and then a remake? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the remake in the nineties. The original version, of course. Yes. Now, who sang the original version on that one? Frankie Beverly. Beverly and Mate. Okay. Yep. Okay. Before I, uh, I don't know. Was somebody brave enough to do it before Beyonce? Well, I'm talking about they, they watch college just redid it, right? Oh, Silk okay. Sonic. Okay. Silk Sonic See there? Now, songs have the same title. So now you were saying Before I Let Go by Frankie Beverly and Mace. I thought you was talking about the song. It has the hook. Before I let you go, before I let you oh, go, that's can Black I kiss Street. you? Okay, that's what that's what I was saying. Blackstreet, I was saying '90s R&B group. So yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 you're okay, saying okay. Frankie Beverly before I let go. Uh, but uh, you're right because I didn't think '90s. Okay. Okay. So okay. No, me... no, no. So no, Frankie Beverly. That's that's on point. That's, that's on point. That's a quintessential summer jam. You hear that at every cookout. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Oh, 90s. Well, it's got to be something by Guy. Right. I like. That's, that's, okay. oh, that's my jam right there. I like. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, let me see. What else? I mean, okay. it's so many. Yeah, yeah. No, you I think those two are good. My thing. Yeah, yeah. What's yours? So, um, Let's see. So I have, I'll give y'all two as well. So y'all might not know this song. It's a song called Summertime by Billy Stewart. Um, I think it was either 60s or 70s. And I became familiar with that song because Public Enemy sampled that on their, on their album, Fear of a Black Planet. Um, in fact, one time we was eating pizza after the podcast um, in DC, and that song came on, uh, believe it or not. But uh, I'll put a link uh, to it. Some people may know it. It's um, like I had this fascination of sounds of like real orchestras as opposed to all the electronic and overproduction of a lot of music like post 2000. So there's horns and a full orchestra that is behind him. And it's a, it's a, it's a really super um, song. I really, really like it. And then, um, it's got to be something probably for me, EPMD, because um, that was like the time, um, like entering, like leaving high school, but entering college. So um, something like, so what you saying, or like you got to chill, something oh, like that. Or it's my thing by EPMD. EPMD yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are those are a couple for me, and uh, we'll put some links uh, to our summer jams. Yeah in the uh in the link you got any more you think you think I mean, reminiscing now okay hip-hop 90s it was a good day cube yep oh Gym yeah yep. yep i mean anything style 93 yeah uh let's see oh um you gotta have some well not maybe that might be more of a a fall jam well, I was thinking about my mind's playing tricks on me. But yeah, that's like it yeah, makes yeah. a reference to Halloween weekend. So no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Put that one in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we gotta have some of that on there. Oh, okay. Okay. Now I listen to some ninety stuff while I go work out. Gotcha. All right. So Drees, treat them right. Chub Rock, 
uh, Dries and T. Petty, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, the winners of the first rap Grammy. T. Petty, you said, uh, Before I Let Go, Frankie Beverly and Mays, and I Like by Guy. And then I got um, I got Billy Stewart, Summertime. And then uh, I'm going to throw in there, You Gots to Chill by EPMD, because uh, on a hot day. You Gots to Chill. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> that's what's up. That video was bananas, by the way, too. It was bananas. All right, we're rounding, home, we're rounding third and heading home. T. Petty, give me a final four. Flowers, shout out, final thought, or prediction? I got a final fucking thought. Oh, okay. It's about these damn dating apps. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, all right. You got to tell us this. Okay. So, listen. <laughs> so I told y'all I, like, unpause my dating apps. I don't know. Maybe... Well, only, only unpause one of them. So, you know, we've been having some decent conversations because y'all know how I feel about people that can't spell. Like, if you don't know the difference between your and your, then delete. Like, I don't have time to go back to second grade grammar. So, fine. Having some decent conversations, you know, getting to know people. The things that people say on these fucking apps. Somebody literally just told me that they have children. And I'm like, mm, y'all know how I feel about the kids. I only like certain kids, like three kids in the whole world. So I was like, all right, I ain't got to meet them, whatever. Then proceeded to say that two of their children were the same age, two week, born two weeks apart. Red flag, red flag. Red flag, that's a, everything is red, sir. You're not a teenager. If you are a grown ass man and you're that irresponsible with your dick, you don't need to be on no dating app. You need to be somewhere getting some condoms and raising your kids who were born two weeks apart and not fucking bothering me. Now look at you and your fuck shit and look at me. And you really think that you could approach me with that? And I'm gonna be like, yeah, let's meet for a drink. You can't afford a drink, fool. You need to be taking care of them damn kids that were born two seconds apart. Ugh. Yeah, T-Pay, don't go on a date date with him because you'll wind up pregnant. <laughs> he no, just no, like, look at you. I won't. Like Absolutely you know, He not. just look at you. You just be in the same vicinity. He's like, oh, oh. you're pregnant. <laughs> he walked through the door, you're pregnant. <laughs> he is not even worthy of spending money on me to buy a drink. Like, I would not sully myself by sitting on a bar stool with that fool. Sir, good fucking day. Uh -huh. Delete. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. Monique and Unique, born two weeks apart. Uh, out. Get it together, sirs. Get it together. I don't know what y'all got going on, but that's some fuck shit, literally. Good day. That's what's up. All right. So dating apps, get your shit together. Drees, give me one of the final four. Shout out. Flowers. Prediction. Final thought. You are muted. All right, I'm, I'm gonna give you a prediction. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you a prediction. I'm gonna so, predict yeah, that one day you're yeah. gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get right. my sound right, I'm gonna get my sound right. But okay, here, here go my prediction. I'm gonna give me some of that 69 cent gas. <laughs> it's gonna, some, somebody else is gonna make that mistake. We're gonna start seeing more and more of that. And, 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 and you know, it's gonna be, Listen, if you have a gas station now, literally, if they offer 
395 gas, gas for $3.95. They'll get all the customers and then they'll make it up from people buying snacks and other stuff in the store. So you ain't even, you ain't even got to drop it down to 69 cents. You just got to be like, you know, a dollar lower than every place else. And you're going to make it up on volume, on volume alone. So that's why I predict is like, you're going to have gas stations doing a dip in prices, not just like, you know, a little competition where they two cents cheaper, but like you're going to have big dips and swings. Okay. Now the thing is, is that if they drop the price, they still got to pay the tax on the high price. Plus, is it like a franchise? It's like you have to sell it at the minimum price so they can revoke your franchise. That's interesting. I don't, I don't know how that works. Now, what they could do is like drop the price, somebody on the inside of the gas station for like an hour, be like, look, between five and six on Thursday, AM, I'm going to make it 99 cents. And then, you know, see what happens. But they have done it. And, and no, if you do it like a random lottery, like we're going to do this every week. We're going to do it three <laughs> times a week. When you tell you in the time, I bet you people will be coming by there and getting their gas, just hoping they, that they, they, they hit it. So that'll be a good way to drum up business. Once a week, we dropping gas by a dollar for one hour. If you get our lucky hour, you get the gas. Causing all kind of traffic jams and shit. Then they run out of y'all trying to cause a fight. Then they run out of that ninety nine cent gas, and then they stabbing people like when they ran out of them fucking Popeyes chicken sandwiches and shooting people and shit. Damn. Mm. Yeah, people. Yeah, that's another. That's a good prediction. Somebody about to get stabbed over gas prices. No, no, I'm not predicting (laughs) that they're gonna get stabbed. I'm just talking about the possibilities with low ass gas. Um. My, I got a shout out, shout out to all the construction workers and people that are working outside in this triple digit heat. Um, a special shout out to these people that's out here um, resurfacing these roads and working in this hot asphalt. The average uh, person on a steamroller rolling out asphalt can lose as much as eight to 10 pounds of water every day. So it's imperative that they get gallons and gallons of water electrolytes and whatnot back into their system. So when you're going through those work zones- That's like a race car driver. That's like being a race car driver. Yeah, so when you're going through these work zones, slow down, that's their office. They have those people giving flagging operations for a reason and they're rolling out making the road new. Don't be beeping at them, obey the rules or find another way to go, use your apps. But um, they out there rolling out roads and bridges and the whole nine yards. So literally give them a break, B-R-A-K-E. And remember, you try and do your job losing eight to 10 pounds of water, your ass will probably be dehydrated up and passed out on the floor. So give them some respect, helping to make our infrastructure better. So shout out to everybody that's working outdoors uh, at this time during the year. That's what I got. Uh, you guys, yeah, you, you guys got anything else before we get out of here? This one's pretty uh, short and sweet. T. Petty, I know that you uh, have uh, some things on your agenda for the rest of the day, but just wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, leaving anything out or we didn't miss out on anything. Um, I will say that. So last weekend was a wild ass weekend in D.C. Like it was a lot of shit happening and the summer is just getting started. Y'all have got to calm the fuck down. Smoke on the water. 
Something in the Water Festival. Something in the Water. Was Smoke on the Water is a damn water. song by a, Velvet Underground. Song. Sorry. Sorry about that. But there were... Uh, most it's a festival of- called Something in the Water. It was, yeah, Pharrell's Festival. Oh, I didn't know that. So that was last weekend. Mochella was last weekend. There was a shooting after Mochella. Um, 15-year-old died. Three other people were shot. People were running all up and down like 14th and you scattering because, of course, gunshots, you're going to run. That happened. Uh, the four-wheeler boys decided it would be a good idea to take them on a national mall and drive all over the fucking grass. Like, it was just a lot that was happening. Like It was when, a shooting at Tyson's Mall. A shooting at Tyson's Mall on Saturday. It's fucking Tyson's of all places. Oh, that, oh. You, know, you know what that means now? Tyson's Mall is ghetto. They, they, so. they, that, that's it now. It's, it, it might as well be the Black Mall now. Tyson, you the Black Mall now. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it's just too much happening and the weather ain't even got hot, hot, hot for real. So y'all just fucking relax and just be easy. It's enough going on without all this extra shit. That's right. That's right. Chill, chill out. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, keep your head on swivel. You know, things is out there. Continue to stay masked and uh, just see what's going on. We did uh, some, uh, Juneteenth was great. Um, so um hats off to everybody for chilling out and enjoying your, your time off and and time with your people definitely uh good on that but uh like you said t Patty, everybody be safe and uh just chill out because uh it's a lot going on too much going on as a matter of fact and like you said it has not gotten hot well listen y'all we're gonna wrap it up this is episode 91 of the digital gumbo podcast remember the digital gumbo podcast is available on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast Download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. We'll uh, have our social media handles and whatnot in the notes to the podcast. Be some interesting shit in there. So uh, if you're on your mobile device or YouTube TV or however you get our podcast, Apple TV, et cetera, et cetera, look and click uh, on those notes. Be uh, some interesting uh, stories, uh, uh, links to stories that we talk about uh, on the podcast. We are now nine away from episode 100. We have to uh, convene our weekly. I need y'all to get back to me about, you know, what we're going to do, where we're going to have this. A couple of things uh, technologically we might have up our sleeves. So we want to continue to uh, stay on this. We need to uh, get together and get our heads together because uh, probably by the time the fall turns around, that'll be time for episode 100, y'all. Oh, you talking to us. I thought you was talking to the listeners. Oh, oh no, no, no. I was talking to y'all. Sorry. <laughs> my if bad. you're within the sound of my voice. No, no, I'm talking to y'all. I told you we, we need to get a house. We need to get a house and record. We just got to find out which. There it goes. Like Big Brother, but different. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Can I bring a date? Uh, Not sure. that dude that got two babies, two weeks to bring, now, you know bring his kids. Well, he uh, gonna come that. to the door, bring his kids, and then leave him. Like, whose kids is yeah. these? Whose man's is this? No, no we, be, we be packing up shit, ready to go. We're like, where's your daddy? Like, I don't know. Like, you mm, drop them off at the damn firehouse. I don't play. Like, these ain't my kids, and they can't draw. That's the law, right? If you got kids, like somebody dropped their kids off at the cookout 
and they don't come and get them, you can drop them off right at the damn uh, fire station. No questions asked. Like, hey, you better get to dialing and find out where your daddy is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, but like, I can't, uh, you ain't coming to my house. Mm, this Uber is for me. That's it. So. The dudes themselves can't even come to my house, let alone some fucking kids. So, you know. Craziness, craziness. All right, so uh, next time we holler at y'all, it'll be episode 92. But again, our full library is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So, T. Petty, you vented, got some things out. You let us know what was happening. Drees, your normal craziness. And uh, me, I just, you know, be the uh, maestro. Well, you're the maestro, but... I'm just sort of the orchestrator, just, uh, you know, running traffic lights on this thing. We did not crash today, so we did an awesome job. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And thank you, Producer E, the man who puts it all together. The man with the master plan. Ichiban, number one. I need to go to Japan. You know that there's 38 million people in Tokyo? That's a lot of people. That's like... How many? 38 million. That's like four New York cities in one city. 38. It's the world's most popular city. I thought it was Mexico City or like a city in China. No. Uh, Tokyo. 38 million people in one city. No wonder they got them damn plungers and sticks pushing people on them damn subways. Get your ass in here. We don't got no room for it. Move it. Move it. 38 million. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right, well, there's that uh, sound of a uh, one hand clapping or uh, or one uh, damn noise blower. But uh, we will try harder and uh, be even funnier next time. So uh, look forward to that. Again, be safe. Till next time, we are out. One love, y'all. We out. We out. Deuces. Y'all be easy.